Welcome to the IndieCast for the last four years, bringing to you pop culture, professional wrestling, and a splash of crass. Now your hosts, Chad and Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Liz. This is the IndieCast. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndieCast. Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Shelly botching, trying to flip me off. How did you botch that? That's... I don't know. You can't, the... can't work my fingers tonight. So, uh, an Allen episode, we do not have the fully gimmicked Romero's here uh, this week. We do have a guest with us this week, though, honey. All right. Uh, not just us talking. Not just us talking this time. Nope. Uh, we have with us uh, probably the queen of Atlanta wrestling right now, I, I would dare say. A uh, uh, big time uh, star in, in uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, who uh, is always a fan, a friend of ours. Uh, recently was in the Shine uh, Nova tournament. They just did fairly recently, uh, and went very far into the tournament too. We'll get to definitely get to talk about that. Uh, right now, honey, we have with us the uh, the girl on fire, Kira Hogan, is with us. So, Kira, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So, uh, Kira, we start out every episode the uh, the same way. We like to call it the lightning round. No, honey, I do not have the sound effects, so lucky for you. Thank uh, goodness for everyone. So, I still do not have my <laughs> soundboard on me here. Uh, Shelly is going to ask uh, a few uh, quick uh, lightning round style questions. You can answer them as quickly or as long as you'd like, and uh, we'll go ahead and go from there. So, honey, the floor, the floor is right. yours. All right. Well, Kira... I'll get the most, yes. the easiest question out of the way. When did you debut, and who trained you? I debuted April seventeenth, two thousand fifteen, and I was trained by Curtis Hughes. The big cat, Curtis Hughes. Right. Very cool. Big cat, Curtis Hughes. <laughs> and what would you say was your first wrestling memory? First wrestling memory was a Monday Night Raw episode when I was twelve years old. Um, the first man I saw was Jeff Hardy, and he was on a ladder. And the first two women I saw were Mickey James and Trish Stratus. Cool. Good people to go with there. Yeah. Well, when you're out on the road, what is your favorite music to listen to? Uh, I'm a rock listener. My favorite band is the Pretty Reckless. Uh, They're pretty indie right now, but I'm hoping they come to mainstream. But I love rock music. So the the Pretty Reckless, uh, Flyleaf, I listen to ACDC, stuff like that. Oh, nice. oh man, Zach's gonna be so mad he couldn't ask you more questions about that. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so the next question's kind of an odd one, then. Uh, Elvis or the Beatles? Uh, the Beatles. That's what we call the Pulp Fiction question, honey. Because that was—I know—you're either an Elvis person or a Beatles person. By the way, Beatles is the correct answer in my world, but that's just me. So I know we're—I'm a Yellow Submarine kind of girl, so. So then we even have a debate of time period of Beatles music. Um, so, do you want me to read that one? You're looking at my yeah, handwriting. Yeah, can weird. you please read this question, so, Mr. So, uh, your nickname is obviously the, the, uh, the Girl on Fire, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, because that isn't your nickname, what is your favorite thing to get when you go and get barbecue? I love ribs. Now, do you like the, do you, are you more baby back? Do you like the, uh, like the big ribs or which way, which way do you like to go? Uh, I'm usually a baby back ribs person. Baby back. And let's be honest, we have to be 
when we talk about barbecue, we're in the South. So do you like your smothered with barbecue, kind of Georgia style, or do you like the Memphis dry rub? So sauce or dry, wet or dry? How yeah. does it, would you like your ribs wet or dry? I'm definitely pretty saucy. There we go. <laughs> See, so she's after. So she goes with me on that one because I'm definitely more of a oh, sauce, yeah. sauce person. You're definitely a dry, a dry rub type of person. I like it spicy. So. I, like, I like it. Okay, honey, and then your favorite question. My favorite question I get to ask everybody because it's a vitally important decision. Is it Marvel or DC? Say that one more time. Mar- Marvel or DC? Ah, uh, DC. Now, why D- why DC? Very interesting. A lot of people oh. say Marvel. Well, my boyfriend would kill me if I said Marvel, so definitely DC. Okay. <laughs> so, are you a are you a superhero fan? Uh, yeah, I've been. My boyfriend's got me into the superhero movies and comics and stuff. Uh, the more we've been dating, I get I've been getting into it a little bit more. So now, who's your boy? I, I, and I'm not going to throw you out there because I'm not sure who you're dating. Your personal life is none of our business. But so, who's your boy? So, who's your favorite now? And who, who does your boyfriend like then? Uh, my boyfriend is definitely a Batman fan. Okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that, by the way. And Batman's the correct answer. So. And have you picked a superhero that's your favorite? Actually, a villain fan. I love the Joker and Harley Quinn. Of there we course, <laughs> we're a villain's household. Yes. So, so yeah, <laughs> we're very Joker Harley Quinn here. This is true. I'm gonna dress up as uh, Poison Ivy this weekend. So, oh nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be super fun. So, so now um, training. So, how was it training with with big with uh, Mr. Hughes? I, I I'm I'm very interested because I know a lot of people have kind of come through his school that I think is now being run by, because he retired, if I remember correctly, and the school's now being run by A.R. Fox, if I'm right, correct? Yes. So, so how, how was it training, how was it training with the big cat? Well, you know, uh, Mr. Hughes is a pretty stern guy, he okay. likes things the way they are, he's pretty old school, actually not pretty, always old school, he's <laughs> definitely old school, he's all about the foundation of wrestling, um, he was very stern, but he was very, like, confident in everything that he had to say. I loved his training. Um, I think a lot of people are missing foundation as far as professional wrestling. They're more about the indie high-flying type wrestling. But he definitely had us um, work on the foundation of professional wrestling. So I really liked that he was very stern, and he knew what he was teaching. Um, but he was an amazing trainer, and I still talk to him often. He's actually... Um, coming out of retirement, if you will, and opening up a new school. Uh, well, helping train in a new school run by Heath Slater, otherwise known as Heath Miller, um, at a place in Atlanta called Face-to-Face Wrestling. And, and actually very interesting. So, and you're, um, I know you're a part of that. I actually saw an announcement not too long ago about you being a trainer at Heath Slater School. Are, uh, you know, how, how do you feel? Because you've only been in the industry for a few years now. Um, so not too, too long, but I'm, I'm very interested, be, you know, because of how well you've come along in just those couple of years, um, how do you think you're going to feel going into the training aspect of it? Uh, I'm definitely nervous. It was uh, kind of uh, crazy to be asked to be an assistant trainer. Like you said, I haven't been in the business for long. I've been in the business for about four years, and I've been wrestling for about two 
um, before I started actually wrestling and training, I would go to WWA4 and sit and watch practice for two, three, four, five hours before I even stepped into a ring. So I pretty much had a, a kind of grasp on everything before I even got in the ring okay. and trained. Um, I'm more of a hands-on type person, so uh, and I'm pr- very particular on what I actually like to see. Um, so I think that'll come in uh, to play. They also want to bring in a lot of uh, newer uh, eyes to watch wrestling because wrestling has kind of changed as far as old school and what people like to see. I think people like WWE still like the old school aspect, but... Of course, they want kind of a new school feel with me and um, another wrestler, another trainee of Mr. Hughes, Odinson, as part of the uh, assistant training uh, system. So, uh, but I was actually uh, very excited to be asked to be a trainer. I probably won't have too much say, uh, especially with Hughes and Jazz and Keith Miller being a part of it. Um, But I hope to, you know, get my little two cents in as far as a fan and as a worker, what I like to see as far as wrestling. Very nice, yeah. And, and um, Odinson obviously does a lot of um, a lot of time here in the Florida area as well. So um, he's usually all over things like um, ACW and uh, Full Impact Pro. Uh, has definitely been making a name for himself as well. So yeah, having that that new school vibe with the two of you in there to kind of almost I don't want to say counterbalance, but you know, it's kind of an offset to the very old school people like Jazz and Mister Hughes that are going to be in there. Um, that's only going to help the people that are coming through that training school. So, yeah, definitely. So. I think uh, as someone who watches a lot of wrestling, I like a mix of both good foundational wrestling and right. some high flying tricks, or you know, some high, you know, more rope, high, you know, top rope kind of moves. I want them to mix them together. Right. So it'll be nice to know that some of the new new wrestlers are getting trained in some of both. So, um, yeah, definitely. to kind of follow up the training, one um, we put it out there for people to send us in questions, and I'm going to go ahead and go to one of those right now, actually. Um, one of the people actually on the, AW, uh, uh, the AWE fan board, uh, a company that you do a lot with, um, wanted to know, you know, because basically you started out more in a valet role and have now become one of the top indie talents, What he wanted to know kind of what helped you grow that fire to, to, to get to that point, to get to this point that you're at now. Well, the key word is fire. I've always been a fan of wrestling. I just remember watching wrestling with my dad and my brother when I was a kid. And just when I saw women's wrestling, I was so intrigued by how powerful the women were and what a different career choice that was, especially being an athlete. I played soccer for 10 years. I also danced and did cheerleading as well. Um, But coming out of high school, I knew I wanted to be a wrestler because I was such a fan of it. Um, But I started off as an announcer and interviewer, obviously doing like PWX for a whole year. Um, And then I knew I wanted to be a wrestler, like a performer. So I had to kind of pull back. And of course, during training, I became a manager to kind of help with like the the performance side of wrestling. Um, It kind of helped with my character and like my different aspects of work like emotion and things of that nature and then of course when I officially had my debut it was kind of exhilarating and overwhelming and definitely a dream come true to have my first wrestling match because you know being a fan and then of course following your dreams and having to fight so hard to do what you love when people doubt you and to finally be able to show them like this is what I'm meant to do and this is where I'm meant to be was definitely an accomplishment. 
So, and speaking of accomplishments, uh, recently you you got to be part of uh, the most recent Shine tournament, um, where you you definitely made it very far into that tournament before losing to the, I believe you um, lost to the ultimate person of winning at Priscilla Kelly. Um, this was yes. this your first experience in Shine. I'm trying to remember if you, if this was your debut or had you been there previously. Um, no, I had been there two times previously. Okay. I had a sparkle match um, last December against uh, Lindsay Snow, and then of course I came back and I had my first official Shine match against Priscilla Kelly, and then I joined the Cutie Pie Club that night. So, so t- tell us a little bit about the. Let's uh, one of the things I did want to bring up. Tell us a little bit about the Cutie Pie Club. Well, the Cutie Pie Club is officially me, Aria Blake, and the Cutie Pie herself, Candy Cartwright. Um, we're just a group of mean girls, pretty much. We're the bad girls club of Shine Wrestling. Uh, I feel like Shine is missing a lot of factions, so I feel like they wanted to bring a faction back, and we are that like mean girl faction to bring that kind of heelish feel back to Shine, because there's not a lot of story, and I feel like with this, there will be a lot of storytelling with the Cutie Pie Club, so you never know. As someone who's a huge fan of heels, uh, I'm always excited to see a heel stable come about. Um, I hope I hope you guys can bring that kind of fire and energy to the Shine shows. They're really... Uh, yeah, I really think that they would benefit from that. So. Yeah. So... And they definitely and they definitely made their presence felt all over that tournament. Uh, they, you know, they yes. definitely definitely a lot of interfering and helping each other out as as best as they could on that one. So yes, so uh, I was in five of the nine matches in the final day. So nice. definitely made my presence known. So, and I'm assuming you're probably looking forward to, to uh, you know, obviously a a great working relationship with Shine. I mean, obviously, other than a rematch with Priscilla Kelly or fighting. Uh, Lufisto, is there anybody on that Shine roster that you'd be interested in, in tangling with? Oh, definitely. Uh, I think every opponent has a has a different challenge. Um, so I'm not opposed to not wrestling anybody. I think, every, like I said, every person is a different challenge. Um, I actually ended up wrestling Ivelisse for AWE Show of the Year last year, and I ended up losing. So I would definitely want to wrestle Ivelisse again. That is something that I really want to do. I love working with her. Um, I definitely want to wrestle Ivelisse again, so hopefully we can make it known at Shine. Like, uh, this will be something that honestly would be magic, um, especially with her being a baby face now. I think we could really do some damage uh, during that match. Of course, I would want to wrestle Lucisto and Allison Kay and all the top women. Um, but me and Priscilla Kelly have been going at it for three years, so every match is something different, but it always ends up being the same. So <laughs> I just would like to hope that every opponent is a different challenge. But, you know, I always want to tell a good story with emotion, uh, character work, you know, our ability to, you know, tell a good story. Definitely. And and, and like you said, you and Priscilla Kelly have been telling, you know, a very long-going story for the past three years over multi- – obviously now over multiple companies. Um so, you know, what? It, it, would you say that she's probably the, uh, I guess to use the, the DC parlance, is she the Batman to your your Joker in this instance then? Are you guys just, are you guys just set to fight forever, basically? Pretty much. Like, we started the same time. She had her debut uh, a couple months before mine. Her debut was in March. Mine was in April. Um, so we pretty much started the same time, trained the same amount of time, had our debuts around the same time. And then with AWE, we kind of ran 
together. Then we started running up and down the East Coast together. So now it's kind of ended up in Florida at Shine. And we're still running with each other at AWE. So I think it'll always be a Priscilla Kelly and Kier head-to-head type thing, especially in the Georgia wrestling scene. Uh, we're kind of two of the you know main competitors as far as women goes. But, of course, there's a lot of women in Georgia. But I feel like she is definitely the Joker to my Batman. <laughs> and then how do- and then, like you said, there's a lot of women in Georgia. Georgia lately is definitely becoming a bit of a a bit of a hotbed for for wrestling. So, um, kind of compare and contrast the uh, like working for a place like Shine versus uh, uh, wrestling for AWE, which is almost like a it's like a rock concert for a, a rock concert style wrestling show. How do, how do those two kind of compare? Well, I like to, a lot of people like to think of AWE as like the Fight Club how people stand around the ring and uh, they cheer us on, they beat the mat when something's really good. It's definitely got that like underground wrestling type feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely adult friendly, uh, which is always awesome, especially in Georgia where everything is so conservative and so family friendly. I feel like AWE brings that adulterated underground fight club style wrestling back to Georgia. Um, and it's kind of starting to heat up more and more of the more shows he put on, especially with women's wrestling. They're starting to bring a lot of women's wrestlers down to Georgia, which I'm really excited about because in some aspects, a lot of um, times in Georgia, we kind of get stuck in our element. So we have to break away. So I feel like AWE has started to finally bring in a different type of wrestling, which is Southern Strong Style to Georgia and it's starting to kind of spread out into other uh, places like in other regions Um, but it's definitely different from Shine I feel uh, Roar our women's division is actually no rules so all of our matches all the women's matches are absolutely no rules Um, so it's definitely a different aspect from Shine whereas at Shine I'm a heel a part of the Cutie Pie Club I'm the ultimate baby face at AWE I am known as the girl on fire a one since day one and as homegrown as homegrown can be and that is exactly what i am especially in georgia i was born raised and bred in georgia so i feel like it's two different type of key or hogans you get between awe and shine and it's always good when you've got when you can have that kind of character dichotomy between between the two and be able to, to kind of do both sides of that so um, if I remember correctly, not all that long ago, didn't you and Sue Young have a battle in, in AW in a I can't remember if it was a Roar show or an AWE show? Um, yeah, it was definitely it was a Roar show. Mm-hmm. So what, what's it like? What's it like working with the Undead Bride? First of all, I was so nervous to wrestle Sue because I know how much she's grown in the past few years with her new character. She's definitely become a fan favorite, even though her gimmick is something completely different from what we're used to seeing Um, as far as women goes. Um, I was definitely nervous, but very excited. And when that match ended, I was first of all, overwhelmed with emotion because Sue took me to my limit. She took me somewhere that I had never gone before as far as wrestling goes. Um, She made me um, experience new things, um, like different ways of doing things. She's very creative. She has a very creative mind, um, and she knew that this was something huge for me. Uh, And that was one of her last matches of last year, so she gave me a rose at the end of our match. 
she definitely took me to my wit's end when it came to wrestling in such a match like that. We definitely tore down the house that night, and I would definitely do it again, which I kind of did when I took her WSC Spirit title. <laughs> <laughs> So, and actually also a, a great one, another, another very interesting company, uh, uh, WSU, which is connected with Combat Zone, if I remember correctly. Um, uh-huh. how's, how is that atmosphere? Because obviously Combat Zone is a whole nother level of crazy some days, possibly maybe the, one of the few things that might be crazier than the Fight Club atmosphere of AWE. Oh, it's definitely crazy. Again, it's one of those places especially for women, that you can kind of take it there and, you know, uh, not have any regrets at the end of it. Um, I wrestled my first time in February of last year against Taylor Hendricks, which was somebody I had been wanting to work with with for a very long time. Um, Again, she was one of those people that kind of took it to my wit's end. But, of course, I'd been going back and back uh, to – uh, Voorhees for the last few months and now I, I'm the WSU Spirit Championship which is my first title, my first major title my first title ever um, so it's kind of crazy to be the WSU Spirit Champion, especially coming from uh, a lot of women that have held the belt, so now I have to kind of uh, you know, build myself up to be like those women which uh, I'm kind of excited that I had my first title defense I've been holding the belt for so long I kind of want to be that fighting champion because of my gimmick. It's the girl on fire. It's a girl that never lets her fire die. She wants to stay hot. She wants to keep that heat going. So I'm kind of excited. Like, I get to keep going up there and defending my belt. And I'm actually being able to defend my belt in other companies because they want me to be a fighting champion since WSU doesn't run every month or every couple weeks. Um, but it's definitely still got that same kind of AWE feel. Like, you can take it there. You can take it to that level. Um, and of course they have a range of talent on that roster, Mia Yim, Sue Young, uh, Mercedes Martinez, you know, it's just that, that's an amazing locker room to be in. Yeah. WSU is definitely a, a place to watch if you're not obviously already, um, amazing company. So, um, okay. Yeah. looks like an, another fan question was asking, when are you going to be back in Chicago? Actually, don't know. I'm I'm really trying to get back to Shiver. Like that's been a huge goal of mine in the last few months. I really wanted to go when they ran a couple weeks ago, uh, but I wasn't able to get there. Unfortunately, I had AWE that Sunday, um, and I've trying to been. I'm trying to get in contact so I can come back up there. I love Chicago. I love wrestling at Resistance Pro and Shimmer and doing live. Um, but I definitely, definitely want to get back to Shimmer. Um, especially because I respect Shimmer so much. And the weekend that I did rise, it was a weekend that I'll never forget. I just, it, that weekend, honestly, and to be brutally honest, made me love wrestling, especially women's wrestling even more. Uh, I wasn't able to do much at the rise show. So to be able to do Shimmer that weekend and to have my name chanted and to get that reaction that I did really surprised me. And it just, it just made me fall in love with wrestling even more that weekend because all of these people came to watch women's wrestling. And that just goes to show that women's wrestling is something big and it's something that's starting to get a huge buzz. Not to say that the buzz is starting to get bigger and bigger every time something bigger happens. It's crazy to say that I can be a part of that and to 
have such a big influence, even though I haven't been working that long. But I definitely want to get back to Chicago because I loved wrestling in Chicago. Is there any particular companies that you maybe haven't been to yet that you'd, you'd like to add to the resume? Or there are places that you, I mean, obviously, other than WWE is the, the obvious answer to that question. But independent-wise, any place you'd like to you'd like to work you haven't had a chance to yet? Um, I haven't been to the West Coast yet. Uh, I've been trying to get to the West Coast for a year or so now. Um, no, no particular promotion. Uh, I just want to kind of bring my energy over to the West Coast. I feel like I'm kind of at this plateau right now where I'm kind of not stuck, but I'm just plateaued on the South. I mean, not the South, but the East Coast. Um, I've been to Texas, and I've wrestled in Texas and Indiana and Kentucky, um, and of course Chicago, Ohio. But I kind of want to start making my way even further west. Um, but I don't know. It's a, oh, uh, beyond wrestling and women's wrestling revolution, it's definitely somewhere that I'm trying to go. Um, like I said, I've been with WSU for a few months now. So I'm hoping that sooner or later I'll be able to do a women's wrestling revolution, which is the sister promotion to be on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like to go to New York, definitely. I was supposed to go to New York um, in a couple weeks, but something came up. Uh, but, uh, that's about it, honestly, like, I, I just really want to be able to get my name out there as much as I can and show people, like, who Kier Hogan is, uh, no matter where it is, how many people, just to be able to wrestle and, you know, share my story, and, you know, I just, that's all I really want to do. Very nice. Awesome. So- uh, well, I don't have a great segue for this, but I'm going to go to it because we still have one more <laughs> fan, we had one more fan question. Uh, and they want to know what what's your favorite pizza topping. So I'll get that on. So you know, I guess if we go Chicago, Chicago and New York, there's our pizza connection there. So uh, what? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty basic. I just like pepperoni. Uh, I like I'm I'm like a all meat girl, so I love like pepperoni and and ham and beef and I'm like the all the the works of the meat. Although my favorite pizza place ever is in Chicago which I got to go to with my idol, Mickey James, um, and a couple other people. And um, uh, Giordano's in Chicago has the best pizza, and you can quote me on that. Literally, they have the best pizza. So if you ever go to Chicago, please eat well, there, because that is my absolute favorite pizza. So funny, funny story on Giordano's, actually. Um, they actually, so next time you're in Florida... Uh, you'll have to go to Orlando because they actually have a, a restaurant in Orlando that was recommended to us by Brian Cage. Uh, and we tried to, my wife and I tried to go WrestleMania weekend because we were obviously in Orlando for WrestleMania. Uh, and we tried to go before WrestleMania and did not realize that it takes upwards of 45 minutes for them to get a, to get the full pizza ready. So we did not oh, get to have the. Are you talking about the one that's in that little square? It's yes. kind of like yes. hidden. Yes. yes. Oh my God. I tried to go there WrestleMania weekend too, and it was like a two hour wait. Right. Yeah. We walked right in. We got right in there because we went at like two o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. But yeah, 45 minutes for the pizza, and we're like, no, nah, that's not going to work. And so we, we're going to have to go back up at some point. So. Yeah. So we, we were like teased with it because Brian talked so. He. he waxed on poetically yeah, about Bri- this pizza. Brian Cage was like the bard for this oh. place. It was amazing that like if he could have broken out into song he would have. So and we wouldn't have stopped him because it's Brian Cage. But that's neither here nor there. I definitely there. second that movement that Brian Cage <laughs> yeah. is definitely he knows what he's talking about. It's yeah. it's the best pizza. I have to 
to say I take eating advice from that man. He he can put it down. So yeah. there's there's no question. If he says this is the place to eat, I'm gonna right. just agree because he's a All little bit scary. Up. Yeah. But, but then again, he also he also sat at a golden corral for six hours. So I mean, can we totally take that? For, for... Really? He told that story. Yes, he said it. He said it. He said it. Golden Corral for for six hours here in Florida again. Yeah. Uh, and what he would do is he was he was eating with one friend for a while, and then uh, when that friend left, he just called another friend who then came up and met him, and they like he had three friends rotate with him, and apparently it was just going between like what did he say? It was meat. Like, straight up meat, and then I think, like, desserts. Desserts. It was, like, meat and desserts. Meat, meat and, and desserts. desserts. What? So. Yeah, for, like, six hours. And then, I believe, and then I believe he wrestled. they asked him to leave. And they might have. And then, they, and, then they, and then he went and wrestled that night. So. Yeah. Because Brian came. Oh, my God. So. I can't. I love that story. So. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an interesting one. Yeah. So, I think I will segue. Yes. Into. You, are you sticking the food segue here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's stick with food. So. We know that you do the drives. When you're out on the road, it's late at night, and you're you're hungry. The beautiful lights are starting to shine ahead. Are you pulling off to Sheets or Wawa? Oh, well, Sheets is up north. So, I like, when I go up north, I have no choice but to go to Sheets. But definitely when I'm down in Florida, uh, Wawa. But, you know, we have in, in in Georgia, we have Quick Trip, which is pretty much the same thing. Like, they've started to kind of get that same kind of feel. They have the place, the little thing where you can order the food. So, I think Quick Trip kind of got hip to Sheets and Wawa and decided, well, we need to do that, too. So, I think Quick Trip is trying to slowly catch up to the Wawa and Sheets type. But I don't. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> Is there a preference between Sheets and Wawa? Because you've experienced both. Obviously, you've come down here and gotten Wawa, and when you go up into into the you know into the Jersey area, Sheets are all over the place. So, if they were both think, across the street, which one would you pick? I prefer Wawa's food. That's like, right. That's right. Like, I traveled. Mm. I've traveled with Priscilla, and she told me that Sheets was this best place, and blah blah blah. And we were, I, like, I just was not impressed. I was like, what? This is, right. No, Wawa right. definitely that. That's right, because you have great taste. That's, that's why. The first, <laughs> that's the first wrong answer she gave. I'm sorry, honey. That's just the way it goes. We are a house but, divided. But you know what? This does make me happy to know, even though we haven't had her on the show yet. When we do get Priscilla Kelly on the show, I know she'll give the correct answer. Oh, I'm very cheating. happy to right. know. She, now. she definitely likes <laughs> sheets better. Well, I mean... Maybe she hasn't experienced the splendor of Wawa. And she enough. comes down. She's been down I, to Florida too. I feel like she hasn't had a proper Wawa visit. Then. I, will, I don't know. She well, just doesn't. Maybe she did it. Because <laughs> yeah. I think Chip wasn't Chip a uh, Chip Day. I believe also a. Uh, I believe he was on. I believe he's on Team Sheets, Sheets as, well, as well. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he probably is. There has to be some people who choose wrong. It just has <laughs> that, to be. And, and today it was it's Kira okay. Hogan. That's okay. We <laughs> like her anyway. So. So, uh, so here we uh, we have two questions that we ask all of our guests. The first one starts off a little dark, so I apologize in advance. Um, in the uh, the performance art that we uh, that we all love here, professional wrestling, we tend to lose certain talents a little early. Um, so, if you had the opportunity to, you get out your Ouija board or something, and you're able to bring one person back to work with, to talk with, to to wrestle, uh, was who would that be, and why? Basically, what ghost would you like to wrestle? Uh, hmm. Probably Fabulous Manila, honestly. Um, she is, like, 
she's literally the one of the biggest influences on women's wrestling. Um, and to just pick her brain and to just have even a conversation, not even to wrestle, but a conversation on what she had to go through to be who she is. I would love to to hear that story. Um, I, I'm I'm big, I'm really big on um, hearing other people's stories and seeing like what got them into wrestling and um, what struggles and obstacles they had to go through. And I just think her story would be something to hear. Like I don't know. I just even even to have a training session with her would be absolutely crazy for me. So definitely the fabulous Mila. Great answer. And still the um, the world record holder for longest title reign ever. Yes. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, All right, there you go. For the like inspirational woman. 46 years yeah. or something like that. It was amazing. She's a tough broad. So. Uh, question number two. Uh, we here at the Indicast believe that uh, all animals in nature have certain traits that help with their survival. For instance, uh, giraffes have the long neck, uh, rhinos have the big horns, etc., etc., uh, we believe that the uh, human's uh, trait is the ability to use tools. So, that being said, Kira Hogan, girl on fire, if you could fight any animal, what animal would it be and what weapon would you use? Hmm. What animal and what weapon? Um, well, one, I have to go with my element, fire. Is fire a tool? Go with it. Or yeah. an element? Oh, a torch. Okay. We could say a torch. So. Well, then I can't, can I fight any animal because I could just burn them? Yeah, I mean, but do you have a, do you have a particular... <laughs> is there one that you're trying to take out? Yeah. Is, is, there, is, is there, really... there one that really pisses you off that you're... I don't like sharks. I feel like sometimes... I mean, honestly, they're probably misunderstood most of the time, but... I don't know, like predatory animals that I feel like that just kill for for the for the blood and not for the actual food. Sometimes I think sharks are misunderstood, but definitely maybe a shark. I feel like although, fire and a shark is a really would, yeah. Although the fire might burn out because it would be in the water, so I don't think that will work. I don't know if you get the shark jumping out of the water and you can kind of catch it with a torch. Then then it's out of its own element. You've really got it. So. I was like, yeah, a Jaws-like moment. It's a a real fight there. You've got a real situation there. I feel like the shark has a fighting (laughs) chance in this regard. This is true. She's given the the shark an opportunity. Yeah. Right. So, uh, well, Kira, this is the uh, the time in the episode that uh, one Mr. Brian Cage has also given us permission to officially call... Get your shit in. So, uh, please let uh, our listeners know where you, uh, where they can find your social media, where they can get your merchandise, etc., uh, etc. Et the floor is yours. Well, I'm on Facebook. I have a personal and a fan page, both Kira Hogan. Uh, I'm, I'm probably on Kira Hogan. I know, so it probably won't be that hard to find. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Hogan Knows Best 18, which is probably a gimmick infringement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also on Twitter as Hogan Knows Best 3. I have a Snapchat, uh, Hogan Knows, oh, I'm sorry, Hogan K2, which again is gimmick infringement. Um, <laughs> I also have a pro wrestling tea store. I only have two designs up in a black and a white. But please buy my shirts because nobody wants to buy them and people are asking me about them and nobody wants to buy them now. So please buy my shirts. 
<laughs> and um, I also do sell pictures and stuff. If you want to uh, get some pictures or T-shirts or anything signed, I will probably have a P.O. box set up in the next month or so. Um, but I have a business email where you can email me any orders at kierhoganbusiness at yahoo.com. Um, I think that's about it. All right, excellent. Well, Kier, once again, we appreciate you being on the uh, being on the show today. And to all of our uh, dozens and dozens, we always thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, everybody, I am Chad Allen. And I'm Shelly Allen. And as always, deuces!